He's just putting it out there. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Owl Moon, by Jane Yolen, illustrated by John Schuenher, published by Philomel Books. Owl Moon is a tale about a little girl who goes on a journey with her paw into the woods to engage in, as her paw calls it, owling. What the hell is owling? You got me. Will we ever find out? Or will we be left far more confused than when we started? Well, I hope you didn't put your winter jackets away. We're going back to the snow. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin deep in the night on a farm. It's winter, and a little girl who should be asleep decides to go out with Pa to go owling. At this point, we don't know what owling is, and we can only speculate. Could it be owl hunting? Could it be counting the licks to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Or is it Pa's only night out without Ma, and he's going to Hooters to ogle and call it some ladies. One thing's for sure, this Paul has to be upset this girl is cramping his style. They begin their journey to the woods, and the girl makes a few unimportant observations along the way. And then we get some ground rules to owling. Quote, But I never called out. If you go owling, you have to be quiet. That's what Paul always says. End quote. Paul's a smart man. Lay the ground rules first. If she's going to be a wingman, no blabbing. Yeah, I'm going out on a limb. No pun intended. Paul's going out looking for some hooters. And he's not about to have her screw this up. The excitement builds for this child who's been waiting for this day. Tonight's the night when this girl becomes a woman. The two of them get to the edge of the woods and they stop and stare. What is it? We don't know. But then Pa puts his hands up to his face and starts cooing at the trees. Must be some sort of a password. Like Lord of the Rings. Speak, friend, and enter. Belloc. Pa waits, but nothing calls back. So he calls again. But yet no reply. So we learn more about the family. Evidently, this is some sort of rite of passage. As the girl's brothers have all gone owling in the past and said, Sometimes owls don't call back. Ain't that the truth. That's why you gotta put yourself out there. The old buckshot approach. Like swiping right on everything on Tinder. Hey, Daryl, you got something on your screen? Nope. Swiping on Tinder. But don't you have to know what they look like? Let the chips fall where they may. Going owling is rough, being stuck out there in the cold, dark night. And there could be predators lurking behind a tree. Trees, alleyways, dance floors, specifically with sexually frustrated jabronis who aren't getting any. What's the difference? But this girl's a trooper and knows not to complain. She just stays quiet and marches on deeper into the woods with Pa. She's getting a crash course in what it takes when you set your sights on a hooter. Sometimes you have to stay out late and endure many dangers just to get one to respond. 
The two of them get to a clearing, and Paul begins cooing once more. Like, hey, baby. No reply. But then, just before he can coo again, what's that? No, it's not a mail-order bride spamming her inbox. It's a real live owl calling back. Now that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes you have to go through the desert. But if you coo long enough, and in many different places, to many different owls, one is bound to coo back. Just don't expect everyone to be the one you take to Hogwarts with you, if you know what I'm saying. Some might be missing a few feathers, or have an effed up beak. But let's not dwell on the negatives. This is a happy occasion. Quote, Pa almost smiled. Then he called back. Who? 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 Just as if he and the owl were talking about supper, or about the woods, or the moon, or the cold. I took my mitten off the scarf off my mouth. And I almost smiled, too. End quote. Who the hell knows what he's saying? He doesn't even know. But it's working. And that's all that matters. Keep it up. This girl better not start acting funny and scare it away. I'm like the best wingman. Great. I'm gonna help you. Whatever. Hey, can I buy you a drink? Sure. Before he buys you a drink, I love your outfit. Dan is such a great guy, by the way. He recently lost his job. Let's not talk about that. I mean, he still got my friend pizza the other night, so he's not poor. You know, he and I like hooked up once or twice, but he wasn't for me. I need a man who's a little taller and has his life together, you know? But you look so his type. Um, my friends are going to another bar. Bye. She was so nice. You should have got her number. Thanks. This girl's smart, though. Her pa taught her well. And though she wants to speak, she knows not to. And then... Wow, how beautiful. A large majestic owl comes swooping in and lands on a branch. Like Margot Robbie showing up to the local bar. Where the hell did she come from? Pa puts a flashlight on the owl to get a better look at the hooter. That's a new one. But I can't fault a guy for getting a better look. The three stare at each other for what feels like an eternity. No one says a word, but they can all feel it. And after all that... The owl gracefully flutters back into the woods. What an experience. No way that owl is not going to recognize them the next time they see each other. They're practically on a first name basis. The girl's in awe of what just happened and is a little relieved that she can let out her emotions and talk again. And the two of them call it and strut home after a successful night. Quote, When you go owling, you don't need words or warm or anything but hope. That's what Pa says. The kind of hope that flies on silent wings under a shining owl moon. End quote. Ain't that the truth. Pa's right. It doesn't take much. You just need a little hope and absolutely no shame. This Pa is wise beyond his years. He knows you don't want to say too much and screw up your shot. Just smile and affirm everything they do. Like old Pa. What does Jane want us to learn from this tale? 
Well, I believe this whole story was innuendo, or a giant metaphor. Elling is clearly going out and trying to get a glimpse at some hooters. And Jane is absolutely right when she says, all you need is some hope, the drive to endure rough conditions, and one line that works. And then keep your mouth shut and don't screw anything up. Whether you're on Tinder or at a bar, buckshot that line, and one owl will eventually come swooping your way. It's as simple as that. What do I think of Jane's work? Honestly, it read like a book I would have been given at school and be thinking, what the hell is this stupid flowery mumbo-jumbo? This is something only a 50-year-old woman teaching English would be into. But then it came to me what this is really about, and I warmed to her writing with all the adjectives and it essentially being a trip to nowhere. Without the epiphany, though, I think I would have fallen asleep. As for John's pictures, they won a Coldcott medal. They were a cross between Bob Ross, Disney's 101 Dalmatians, and a textbook. There were some wonderful parts that captured the feeling of a cold winter night. And there were some other generic parts that just felt like any other 1980s textbook. If you have a buddy who's having a hard time at the bars, get him this. Maybe he'll get it. Or then again, maybe he won't. And that's why he's having so much trouble. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.3. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for another serving. But I'll stop when somebody talks. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.